Hello and welcome to the Closed Captions Podcast. Today, we are talking about Ali by, uh, played by Will Smith, uh, 2001 flick, I think. I'm Sam. And I'm Casper, and here's a summary for the movie. Oh, wait, uh, wait. spoiler alert. (laughs) Forgot it. Ali is a 2001 American biographical sports drama film co-written, produced, and directed by Michael Mann. The film focuses on 10 years in the life of the boxer Muhammad Ali, played by Will Smith, from 1964 to 1974, featuring his capture capture of the heavyweight title from Sony Liston, his conversion to Islam, criticism of the Vietnam War and banishment from boxing, his return fight uh, against Joe Frazier in 1971, and finally his reclaiming the title from George Foreman in the Rumble in the Jungle fight in 1974. That's basically it, yeah. So what would you rate this movie? Um, To be completely honest, okay, I saw like a fuck ton of reviews you know saying it's like amazing it's like really well critically acclaimed and it's like really famous you know so that kind of had me biased when i first started watching the movie but after watching the movie i'm i'm at like a six out of ten i didn't like it that much that's interesting because i've written down a five comma eight out of ten actually Yes. Damn. Yeah, it, it, I just didn't like it that much. Yeah, same. And I mean, maybe it was because I didn't watch it in one go, but I think for that it was too long and boring for me. Yeah, it was a little too long to watch it all in one go. And like, it's not even like, you know, there's long movies like uh, Infinity War or Endgame, which I would watch in one go because I can't move away from my like screen. Exactly. And there is Ali, which was like really easy to leave when like I I want to go do something else. I want to go like edit a video or something. So I would just like pause this, go do that instead. Yeah. So let's talk about the beginning, if you can still remember it. Mm -hmm. Am I actually like the opening? I love like when there's a cross cutting or when editors cut between two seemingly unrelated things, Mm -hmm. like in that opening. I liked that a lot, and it kind of awakened the interest, an interest of mine. But uh, yeah. then I think far too much musical montage followed that, which then lost yeah. my interest completely. The music kind of had me going at the beginning, and like he was running, and then like you could see that these cops were kind of being like kind of racist, because like they were like, you know, they see this black guy running, and they're like, "What are you running from, boy?" You know, sound the sirens and stuff. And then there's, like, Jesus, who's, like, white, and this kid is clearly uncomfortable by seeing this, like, blue-eyed, blonde Jesus. Like, I was like, okay, this movie is gonna go somewhere, but it never went anywhere with it. I think they just kind of kept going with it for way too long. So you know how, like, there's this build-up to a beat drop when you, like, make a song, you want to have this, like, riser, you want to build the tension and release it. They just kept Mm -hmm. building the tension to a point where there was no tension. 
and it was like released very slowly instead of being released at like one point i feel like I, yeah i completely agree it was like right. flushed out will smith um, is ripped though he was ripped for this movie like damn yeah yeah i know <laughs> but okay then i mean if you want to skip ahead what do you, did you what did you think of the fight scenes like the fight scenes because i have an opinion on them but i'd be interested what you thought of them like the boxing matches actually i really like them because um you know i was i watched the like all of the rocky movies quite recently oh yeah actually um yeah so like i watched a, a bunch of the rocky movies very recently and it's i realized the fight scenes weren't really that well made it was just that there was so much overwhelming music that like they kind of just like made the audience go with it and like in hindsight it seems like the fight scenes were good and stuff right but then in this movie the fight scenes were a lot more realistic where you could all you could hear was like them breathing or like punching sounds or like them being tired right they weren't like mm-hmm. Going, they weren't like they didn't keep punching after being punched by the heavyweight champion 500 times and like looking like you got run over by a fucking roller coaster no it was just normal boxing and like they really showed the way muhammad ali was kind of like playing with this guy's brain Mm -hmm. right i really liked those bits in the fight scenes like where he wasn't punching he was just like whenever the guy would try to get close to punch him he would just like push him away by the forehead that that mm-hmm. looked really cool i think that that played a big part in me liking the fighting scenes okay so because i thought they were good in parts mm-hmm. but mostly i found them a bit boring and uh i thought about why and it's i sometimes i do like watching boxing but often it's like when it's um, with people I know in them, like, I don't know, Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua or Mayweather or, I don't know, Mike Tyson, whatever. Mm-hmm. But in this scene, because I think the introduction failed me and didn't really make me, I understood who the main character is and build up some liking to him. Yeah. That I was interested in the fight. So to me, true, it just true, like true. a boxing match that, okay, there it goes on that side and on that side. So it really didn't um, like pull me into the picture. I didn't really care who won and all of that. Yeah, at some point, like during the movie, I don't know what point this was, because like my notes are never organized. I just scribble. Sometimes, um, like sometimes I write them down, right? Like for the Matrix, I had them all like written in a Word document, but these are mm-hmm. just scribbled. At some point, I literally wrote down no context what is going on, because like when it first started. You didn't know who was who, you just knew, yeah, Will Smith's Muhammad Ali. He, like, trains a True. bit. You really don't even see him training much. He's like, I had that feeling also. There's, like, some political thing going on, but you don't understand who it is, like, till, I don't know, Malcolm X gets shot or something. And, like, mm. then they're in the ring. You know, there's, like, the... I, I've seen the actual weigh-in footage, right, from, like, when Muhammad Ali enters, says his, like, one of his most famous quotes with the float like a butterfly, sting like a bee thing. Mm-hmm. And that is just not good. That scene is 
in the movie way too early. We don't even know who the fuck this guy is. And he's saying, like, this famous quote, but there's, like, no build-up. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no yeah. connection with who this guy is. Yeah, I would even add to that because, like, there was a lot of scenes similar to that in, for example, with press interviews where he was mm-hmm. that character, which mm-hmm. what he's also famous for, to be, like, charming, but yeah. provocative, but intelligent. Yeah, yeah. But to me, it just felt like a random algamation of li- these incidents. And I didn't get the feeling that that was his character. Okay, I got that he was a little bit humorous or something. Yeah. But I didn't really, because he was, I think, the way I understand it, like a one in a million character or something like, so charming, but smart and all of that. And I just yeah. didn't, didn't get the feeling. To me, it was just another arrogant boxer. Yeah, like, you know... Muhammad Ali, known to literally go out and say, I'm the greatest. But, like, in a humorous way. And, like, you kind of, you know, when you watch, like, the real footage of him, you're, you kind of sympathize. No, I wouldn't say sympathize, but, like, you get where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Right? And in this movie, I think the closest thing to us understanding where Muhammad Ali is kind of coming from and, like, or, like, the the way he is or like his character you only get to know that when he's like talking to this news broadcaster way later on in the movie Mm -hmm. and he's kind of like joking around with him and like you see that they have like a connection that's it then it goes back to him just being this like figure that's like kind of removed from the audience that's kind of like far away and like untouchable really but even even there, I was confused because I didn't know they had a connection. Yeah, like they didn't, they didn't build up that connection at all. They just, the connection just came out of nowhere. But like, the scenes where the connection was present is kind of where you got to know his character. But not even, not even those, like scenes were enough to save this movie. Then, like overall, I, I'd say they put a lot of work into it good story Definitely. just not great execution maybe the problem was we didn't live in his era or didn't like maybe he was so famous that people knew him already and knew most of the stuff and then if you watched the movie through those glasses it could be completely different which well, however I mean, we don't muhammad ali used to fight in the, the 60s target. right like his prime yes. it was in the 60s so if this movie comes out True. 40 years later you kind of expect the director to yeah and i think that's the flaw of the movie or one flaw at least yeah like you expect the director to give us the context or like give us the like summary up till that point kind of exactly um and then do you know when the this one guy was shot i don't know if it was malcolm x or someone mm-hmm. um I actually like the perspective of what they used to shoot, how he was shot. But I was also confused because I didn't really know who he was. Yeah. The guy giving. Oh yeah, that was Malcolm X. And I only reason I knew that. So was, I liked how. Like I didn't recognize that it was Malcolm X till he got shot. Mm-hmm. I only recognized that because I knew that he got shot in that way. Yeah. And I was like, oh, wait, that's how Malcolm X got shot. Oh, damn, must be him. 
And, like, it was... I liked the way they made it, like, sudden. So you could kind of, like, sense the shock that Malcolm X got when, like, this dude just pulls out a gun and shoots him. But then even that... Mm. Even that tension just kind of gets, like, steamrolled. It just disappears. That's what I thought. Right? They just don't. It was... I don't know. It just wasn't great. Like, it was sudden in a good way. But I think it was not sudden enough. It wasn't like they built up the tension and released it instantly. They just released it. There's no tension was built up. He just pulls out the gun, shoots him, that's it. Uh, not enough consequences were, um, yeah. let's say, connected to his death. Yeah, you kind of see like Muhammad Ali crying a bit, but like he goes and wins another fight. Who cares? It's it's just... I feel yeah. like the director kind of just like wrote this screenplay in a rush. Look, I don't want to, I guess this is <clears throat> a podcast where we talk about our opinions, so I think it's okay. But, like, I, I don't want to, you know, discredit someone's work, especially when, like, we kind of want to, like, step into this realm of movie making and we're like, you know, we should respect the others to get any respect think... ourselves for our first one. But this wasn't his first movie, was it? No, but I think we just, um, we failed to connect with the movie, and that is always the fault of the audience. But it can also be the fault of the director, definitely. And, I mean, we both didn't really like this movie, which is... I mean, we, I guess it could be that, like, people in the, people in 2001 really liked the movie or something. But I don't think so. I think it was just a, you know, sometimes... The critics, they don't represent the, like, overall, like, happiness of the audience or, you know, anger of the audience. I think the critics go way too far into, like, the metaphors, the cinematography, but, like, just don't focus on what the audience is there for, which is the story or, like, the way the story is told. By the way, this movie um, Mm -hmm. grossed a total of... 87 million US dollars, but due to its high production and marketing costs, the film ended up losing Columbia Pictures around 100 million dollars. Damn, the movie didn't do too well. Like, even if Mm. it didn't have high production costs or anything, it still didn't do well, did it? Yeah, I mean, what's the PD rating? I'm DB, I'm DB. (laughs) Shit, I can't even speak. Uh, I'm not sure. It's just... Like, sure, it's it's cool. You know, it, it, they tried... The, even their rate, even IMDb's rating is 6.8 now. Yeah. That is, like, one rating I trust, because, you know, there's... That's, like, based on people's opinions. Yeah. About 90,000 people voted, and most of them, like, got down to 6.8. Yeah. Right? Um, If mm-hmm. we look at, you know, viewers that are 45-plus that watched it back in, like, 2001 or something, I'm assuming, they also rated it at an average of 6.5. So I don't think that this is the audience's fault here, because, like, 
I would say it's the audience's fault if it's like half the audience, but if it's the majority that cannot connect with this movie, I'd say it's the director or the story writer's fault. Yeah, yeah. Right? And I think it's too much story they tried to pack into one movie. Um, I was watching this one video by Casey Neistat at one point um, where he talks about how he makes his vlogs, right? Love the guy's vlogs, by the way. Like, he has mastered it, I think. So, um, he talks about how each of his vlogs basically has this, like, beginning, middle, and ending. And, like, you've got to take just any footage you have and make a story out of it to make it engaging for the audience, right? But this Muhammad Ali story, the beginning, it didn't it didn't connect to the end at all. Like sure, in the end he retains his world heavyweight championship title. But like the beginning does not connect to the end. And, like, the middle, they don't even hint at, like, the final fight. So the final fight doesn't feel like a climax to me. So, yeah, the end doesn't really feel like a climax because the middle doesn't really um, hint at it. But mm -hmm. on that side, you have to understand that it's somewhat biographical. And at that point, during his period, at that period in his life, the middle of the movie, he didn't know that he was going to have the rumble in the jungle yet. Well, I mean, I guess it didn't, but then, like, it felt like the director expected it to feel glorious because of, like, the soundtrack in the background, you know? Because of, like, Ooh, the hyped-up music, and, and I feel like the director kind of went, okay, let's make a biography, and then they were like, wait a second, let's add, let's add some hype to it, and then they just added it, like, at the last minute, instead of, you know, just making the whole movie hyped up. Maybe. Or if we were more um, um, devoted boxing fans, we would have understood it better. But Maybe. Yeah, maybe. I don't, I don't actually watch any boxing, except maybe I used to watch like Mike Tyson highlight reels and stuff. Yeah. He's having a fight soon again. Oh, yeah, with um, who is it? Roy Jones, Roy Jones Jr. Jr.? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that guy's going to get like, he's going to wipe the floor with that guy. That, it looks like a featherweight. It's an exhibition fight, though, which I'm not quite it's sure Mike what Tyson, it means. It's Mike Tyson, though. So. But what is an exhibition fight? Oh, it's not about, like, a title. It doesn't get you points in a tournament or anything. It's just you fight but for it's still money, kind of. But it's still a real fight where someone it's could get knocked out. It's still a real fight, out. yeah. And someone okay. could get knocked out, yep. They kind of yeah, just, like, but... it's a bit of a publicity stunt. But they yes, do, like, but... actually have a fight. But they do make a shit ton of money, but Mike Tyson is donating all he gets, or all he's winning, which is pretty <laughs> <good>. nice. <laughs> Sorry. Is he like, has he already said that he's going to win it all and then donate it? No, just, I mean, they have cuts of the fight already, like, oh. um, I don't know. Oh, what you mean that way? Oh, okay. Determined, or, but he said whatever he gets, he will um, donate, and that's part of his motivation. Not That's doing good. it for himself, but for other people. Because I think he has enough. You know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, like Mike, Ty Mike Tyson is a great human. And then I realized the kind of shit he's done. But it's it's a good thing, though, like that. 
I mean, he's. I mean, he's improved evolved. so much. Yeah. You know, people just like keep giving other time. people shit based on like what they did in the past. Like, dude, he's so much better now. Just and back like, then, all he knew was fighting. Yeah. Like, he didn't know social life and all of that back then. And like, True. if you were world champion at age twenty. Like, you'd be pretty cocky, too, literally everywhere. Exactly. Yeah. And I think, he, I mean, if you are that good, then that's your choice to make. I guess, yeah. Um, Let's, let's move on movie. from the whole Mike Tyson thing. Um, I, Let's just end the Ali bit, because let's be honest, none of us liked it that much, did we? Yeah, so let's not recommend it to anyone. Yeah, like... To be honest, if you ask me who I'd recommend it to, maybe, like, hardcore Muhammad Ali fans that already know the whole story just want to see, like, a cool biopic. Uh, yes. Right? Like, maybe see spots they missed. I That's all, though. Or hardcore Will Smith fanboys or fangirls that need to see every movie of his. Or that, yeah. And he's, like... I think the last thing he appeared in before this was, like, The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Oh yeah. And Jesus Christ, he got ripped in like those like two, three years. Yeah. Cause like I binge watched Fresh Prince of Bel Air recently and Is it good? Is it worth? He is skinny as fuck. Um it's a good pastime. Like you don't need to focus on it, it's just like playing in the background while you're doing whatever work you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think you'll like it to be honest. So um then let's finish this chapter and let's choose a new movie. And I had a quick new idea because just a quick question. You mm-hmm. like movies, you like comedy movies that go too far, right? Like real comedy movies. Well, um, to be honest, like I watched this movie called Bora. Yes, like, that was my recommendation. Loved. That was Bora your recommendation. Bora Bora too. Too. Um, I I've didn't really it, like it, to be honest. Like the first but, one, I mean. I don't know about the second one. Maybe the second one's better. Can you watch the second one? And can we do that next? Can we do that next? Hell yeah, I'd be down. Okay, because I actually have a lot of information in and around the movie that I find very interesting because it's a, almost a different type of movie. But more on that next time. All right, hell yeah, I'd be down. So just, let's do Just a quick question about the movie before we like... Actually, no. Let's leave this no, for no. next time. Let's leave this for just, next time. No, no, ask it. Though. Ask it. Okay, well, uh, my question was just, like, is it actually staged, or, like, are there, like, actors involved? Or is it just, like, one on the team? Podcast. Jesus Christ. Don't Fuck research it. Don't, <laughs> don't look it up. Just you watch Ask it, though. Ask it. Just to say that. Yo, fuck you. <laughs> no, no, no. But please watch the movie. Please don't look it up. And then, because I know the answer, and I'll tell you next time. But I want to see your genuine reaction when you find out. Or what you find out. But, like, so don't look it up beforehand. Right, I won't. Um, Just, like, with move back to... Stay without the loop. Stay, yeah. Do you want to move back loop. to um, the... What were we... Yeah, our, like, new segment where we... Okay, do we have to explain the segment every time now? Or do we just expect uh, people to watch the last one? Uh, no, but... Maybe, uh, maybe a short explanation every time. So we're writing our own script, which we're planning to film one day. Ta-da. Ta-da. And we're just going to, like, literally brainstorm on a podcast. 
And if you guys have any ideas, feel free to go to the... What website is it that allows you to send voice messages? Like, which one of our podcast sites? Anchor, right? Like, our Anchor site. Probably. Yeah, so um, feel free to go to anchor.fm forward slash closed captions, I'm guessing. And then, like, there you can just give us, like, your thing as, like, a voice message. And we can just add it to our next podcast. And yeah. we'd love we'd love some like input from other people because like the two of us can only come up with so many ideas. Yeah, it would be nice to get some input to know that we have actual listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, like some of the best movies made have like weird ass stories where like the scripts were sitting around for like <clears throat> fifty years or some shit, and there's like a bunch of people just like giving their input, just changing the thing, like all getting together, like an ensemble of directors. <clears throat> which would be pretty cool to have for our script if we ever get, like, a viewer base big enough. You know, just kind of having, like, everyone's input and, like, throw that onto our script. That would be cool. Yeah, that would be cool. Right? I'd be so down for that. <clears throat> Should we okay. hop straight in? Don't... Yes. Mm. All right. So we were at the yeah. So yeah, what part do we want to continue with? Okay, so we have the length, which we'll probably keep. Possible names, we can do that later. The clone idea, I like it. Let's keep it. Um, we got the intro. We never like ended up coming up with like an origin story for why the clone exists. Maybe we should focus on that. Because, like, um, I want to make it a good origin story, and even if we spend, like, 50 episodes just coming up with the origin story, I, I don't mind. But yeah, but even the origin story, I think we, like, we, we should have one, <laughs> but I, I don't think we have to fully decide yet if we, have, if we were going to put it into the movie or if it's just for our knowledge. Oh, yeah, we can make, like, canon. <laughs> Well, I mean, we could, what? you know, Alicia, she writes, like, mangas and stuff. Yes. We could get her to make a comic <laughs> like, uh, with the origin story and stuff. Oh, no, what I meant is, like, you know how you do, like, a shit ton of research and then all you actually do is, like, distill the information and show 10% of what you know, all of that? True, true. Like, that in a movie way. Like, for example, in Tenet, Christopher Nolan or Inception or what, he has endings in mind for his movies or Batman, but he doesn't say them, so he makes it more like an open ending. And we could um, yeah. we could do that with parts of the origin story. So yeah, that could, it's like, logical, but mm -hmm. not too detailed. Yeah, we could kind of like drop subtle hints about the origin story. And then like never actually show in the movie what the origin story is. Yeah. Should we just make it like a big-ass mystery where the fuck the clone came from? Why not? It makes one day he just appears, and like throughout the movie, they just kind of spend their time trying to figure out like where the clone came from, and in the end, they're just like, yeah, we don't care where he came from, and they just like will okay, come up that's... with some kind of cool ending scene. Okay, this reminded me because looking at it, that the guy wakes up at a party with mm -hmm. a girl, and then it's with him. This reminded me of something because uh -huh. it could be like I've seen a short film. Mm -hmm. Where there's two girls, 
and the one uh-huh. girl steals the food from the other girl all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a daily life. Mm-hmm. And at the end, you find out that that other girl stealing the food is actually a metaphor for the an eating disorder huh? that the girl had. What? So like, so like the eating disorder was represented by another girl who's taking the food or making that girl feel bad and all of that. But you only uh-huh. find it out at the end, which was like a massive twist. Oh, the other girl just doesn't exist. Yeah, so it's all in the girl's head. It's just herself who then gives the food away to, or puts the food away because of her eating disorder. But throughout the whole movie, it's visualized by another person, which it's um, which we could do, like which could be the idea of the clone. I mean, that changes the whole story. But that at the end, you find out it's just all in the guy's head, and maybe when he's um on some kind of substance, he turns into that person, whereas when he's not, he's the normal person. But that's just an idea. We don't have That'd to do cool. that. But I feel like it'd be a... Because, like, thing. it'd be a little deep. <laughs> right? And the thing so, is, I feel like it'd be a little too deep. Because, like, when we started drafting the movie, remember, like, we kind of wanted to... We kind of wanted to like, th- like make it comedic-ish with a side meaning, but if it's True. all about the side meaning, then like, it's a little deep, and like most people probably won't enjoy it, because like we have a limited audience anyway. Yes. Right. Like we, I'm not saying we need like, you know, viewers in the thousands to like feel good about our movie but like still our audience is limited that's the truth we gotta accept it and we gotta kind of i feel like we should make a movie which is kind of enjoyable for like even the few that do end up watching like the few tens or maybe hundreds who knows like some people really have free time on their hand people watch like stuff on my youtube channel like they must have free time on their hands yes (laughs) so then for this movie um what so when should we stick with the thing he wakes up and suddenly does he just has a clone next to him or do you want it a different appearance of the clone hmm? uh, do do you want to um like should the clone still appear in that way um yeah i feel like the clone the clone should just like pop out of nowhere okay okay Right, that'd and, be cool. And then, how does it continue from there? Um. Well, from there, <clears throat> first of all, I'd say the person who just got cloned thinks he's high, because like everyone would go with you know the scared wake up. Ooh, ooh, this right? is. I, I like that idea. Um, right, because everyone would have gone with the like scared wake up, jump out of his bed. That's cliche. Fuck that shit. Let's make it so that the person thinks he's still high and kind of just starts messing with the clone in some way. Like, obviously, we'll have to refine this when we, like, write the script. But, like, yeah. And then he, like... Let's make it so that it's, like, he's, like, doing his tasks and the clone is kind of following him around and he doesn't give a shit. Yes. But then, like, Until at some someone point... Else... Mentions it to him. 
No, no, till he's like, he like goes and takes a shower. You know, he's like, oh, the clone isn't around anymore. He thinks like he's not high anymore. He goes outside, sees the clone again, and then they like touch for the first time. Like, goes out of the shower and touches him for the first time. Okay, that is a little bit an unfortunate. <laughs> That's poor wording choice, but you know what I mean, right? Like he, he kind of like tries to, you know, rem- like not be as high anymore, I guess. And like, even though it doesn't work, most people like take a shower or like wash their face when they're high, when trying not to be high. Well, he would be hangover probably, but yeah. Yeah. And then he just like, you know, ends up like, they, they end up like, maybe the clone just like stands there and he like touches the clone's face. Then he's just fucking scared to death and like guns it. Uh, yes. But like no, no you do know you do know that um we have to keep it simple any contact between the two people because editing yeah, is Yeah, we'd have to keep it really simple. But um I I could probably edit that in. Yeah, that honest, we could like, do, but pretty like pretty quickly, shouldn't... but like other contacts we do have to be careful about. Like we could probably do that easily just like you know, make it so that the camera is at an angle where yeah, depth to sense that they're touching. And since the camera only has one, lan- one lens and it's not a 3D movie, we can kind of like fuck up the edit and it's still going to look like they're touching. But that's why I think we should watch that Legend movie at some point because uh, uh, we can learn a lot movie. from it. The English gangster thing. Because oh. we can learn a lot from it because the two protagonists are played by the same actor, so we can steal some ideas. Oh, hell yeah. Is it, like, old? Uh, no. It's um around... Let me quickly check. I'm guessing that this sounds like a 90s thing, to be honest. It's 2015, and the main character oh. is Tom Hardy, and his accent is oh. extremely, extremely good. I'll be the judge of that. <laughs> um, okay, 2015. Yeah, I guess we could try. I just want. I just wanted like, to be honest, I would have wanted an older movie because like, you know, the kind of tricks they use to make it yeah. seem like there's two of them is probably what we can do now, because like we clearly don't have like the 500 man studio teams that people seem to have now, like when making movies. Definitely Even like not. YouTubers making short movies, they have like, they're like, oh yeah, we spent about like two million on the production. Well, uh, some, not all uh, of them. Oh, uh, sorry, um, that was just um, that was just the price of you know like the canteen. No, but that's not all of them. That's Mr. <laughs> not B. all of them, but like a lot of them. A lot of like yeah. short movie creators spend way too much money on short movies. Well, not way too much. They would just not want way to, too much, but like want to make it the best they possibly can. True, but like it kind of makes it harder for people like us who like just want to just have this passion and like want to kind of write a script and film it to like get on their level of production or like their level of shooting. So like we better have a nice ass story. Yes. Mhm. But I think our production will be good enough that it won't be distractingly bad. Like, it'll be average. 
Yo, you know what we should do? Once we're done with the movie and release it, we should have someone else do one podcast episode reviewing our movie. Uh, no, lots of people. <laughs> <laughs> we just get trashed. Yo, like, it'd be so nice, though, like, if, you know, we had, like, a good podcast audience by then. And then we could just get, like, someone from the audience to host an episode. True. You know, I was thinking, like, there might be issues with that, but the thing is, our podcast is not live like the other one I do, so there probably yeah. won't be any issues. Like, we should be fine. I think so, too. Right? We can even add in voice, like, from the movie if they talk about a specific scene. Oh, yeah, sure. Should we make a movie for blind people? Like just That's like asking if that we That would be like an a... audiobook though. That would be like an audiobook though. <laughs> should we make a black and white movie for colorblind people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, never mind that one. I was thinking like, you know, something new. But um that might be a little much for now. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't really get the point in that too. Yeah, it would be that would that would just be an audiobook to be honest. Or a podcast. Or a podcast. Wait, are They're podcasts technically audio... audiobook? No, they're like they're like radio shows but done by people who don't have radio companies backing them up. Independent. Yeah. yeah. That's about right. <laughs> that was the word. Jesus Christ okay. me just um, oh yeah, back to the movie. Um, he finds that person. Like he, mm-hmm. he finds out it's a real person. Oh, it's a clone. He's not illusion, delusional. Mm-hmm. What next? Um, killing. Just, just a fuck ton of killing and blood everywhere. <laughs> well, that would be cool though. Just like out of nowhere, everyone wouldn't... just starts killing each other. Like a Tarantino movie, yeah, yeah. sure. <laughs> Yo, we should end with that. Oh no, but we can't do that. We don't have Why the not? kind of stuff for that. No, we, we do. Overbloated blood and killing. We'll just buy like a shit ton of Heinz ketchup and then <laughs> add some chemical substances and then oh, maybe we should have the guy like call someone for help, like maybe a friend or something, and he's just like, "Yeah, you're high, haha, <laughs> funny joke or some shit." He doesn't trust him. But then we should get, like, a third person in. Okay, this might make it a bit too complicated. Like, okay, tell me if this is too complicated. A third person that knows about the clones. Like, he calls him. He's like, what the fuck is going on? You're high or something. The third person comes over and he's like, Jesus Christ, there's two of you. And then he, like, goes in and tries to talk to the clone and shit. Like, he's the mediator, I guess, at the beginning. Yeah. the I mean, the best way, but it's unrealistic, would be if that mediator was played by a dog. <laughs> no, no, I think... <laughs> I, I think it would be better if, like, the mediator kind of just... Like, was a person at his school or something? Like, that was, like, also at the party or something? 
And then, you know, like, when the clone shows up at school instead of this guy, like, he f- he's the only one that's figured it out and kind of tries to, like, save the situation and shit. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Maybe we could do that. Um, you got any ideas? Do you want to throw, throw some uh, stuff in? Some of that. I'd say let's just then, con- like, there's a short, like, there's the period where he doesn't believe it. Mm-hmm. Then there's a period where he's opposed of him. Mm-hmm. Or tries to, like, abort that person. Yeah. <laughs> Which that could person. be, like, a metaphor to abortion. And then and then there's that period of teaching him about life because he's still an ignorant person where you have that random scene with the apple where he's eating the apple and then he's eating the McDonald's packaging. and the, Yeah. And then you see the problem the problem mm-hmm. in the story is the girl. Like, I saw, like, a master class, and they, they said that in every movie you need, like, a problem and something to overcome that problem. And mm-hmm. in this case, like, the problem could be, um, like, that girl or something like that, or just a clone. And overcoming it could then like be the climax of the movie, the end. Oh yeah. Yeah, we could we could we could kind of keep that structure. You might want to write that structure down because then like we have just steps we gotta get through. Because like then once we fill out the structure, that's when we can like start writing down maybe like the script. You know what I mean. Like, for each yes. podcast episode, maybe, like, we fill out one thing from the structure, or, like, one part of one thing. And then we flush it out into scenes. Yeah. Mm. You know, this is going to take longer than I thought, but I, I, I'm already fucking excited. What do you mean, longer than you thought? I mean, you we know, can... This is going to take a while. Expect? This is going to take a few episodes. <laughs> Yeah, but we can also simplify yeah. it and just improvise. I don't, nah, <laughs> I don't want to simplify though. I want to like put in um, work. Cause like I've done a lot of skits where I kind of just like let the actors improvise. Cause like I don't pay them or anything. So oh, you kind of just let them do their actors, thing. <laughs> well, most of them are my classmates, and then oh really? I don't think I can pay them enough to stand in front of a camera and read out exactly what I tell them to in the way I tell them to. Pay them enough? Yeah, mostly because we go to a private school and everyone's rich as fuck. They don't care about the money. They just want to, like, have it their way or don't want to do it. Uh, Yeah, but just because parents are rich doesn't mean that children get unlimited pocket money. Mm. I mean... A lot of like, children in our school, like most of the people I use when filming, do. <laughs> like a few of them are just like really good friends, and I don't want to like mess it up by you know, forcing them to act the way I wanna, I want them to. So I kind of just let them yeah. improvise. You do know I'm playing devil's advocate here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah, I don't know. Um, how do you think you, like, get used to the clone? 
or like even start talking to the clone they need like a they need like a <laughs> a bonding experience or a, a team building experience. exercise all right um let's see no, what team could building we make thing. that a team building thing maybe maybe like once he knows that it's real he like tries to like the you know opposed to clone bit maybe there mm. he like just kind of tries to act like he doesn't exist or like wants to check again so he like goes back into his flat doesn't see him anywhere and um i know like starts doing some kind of activity because he thinks like the clone's gone but then the clone appears out of nowhere he gets surprised injures himself and then like that's where like they start bonding because the clone starts like trying to help him i guess yes See, what I mean, I the mediator of a dog would be good because he could then lick the wound. I guess, yeah, but I don't think... <laughs> I think we should leave the mediator idea out for now. Yes, or the mediator idea could be metaphorically represented by some... Ah, oh, Jesus object. Christ. Just fucking... Shut the fuck up. Have you <laughs> Too many metaphors. <laughs> You're straight up going into English teacher mode right now. <laughs> like ah yes the floor it's it's red so it must represent the fucking effect of the soviet invasion on poland in the 1930s like no bitch uh, the floor is just red the author just thought red's a cool color <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? maybe i don't want to go but, that deep okay but um have you considered the whole global situation are we gonna let that um influence this movie or is it separate from that like should we just act like chroma doesn't exist in the movie um i personally oh, maybe we could use like that actually it. no maybe we could use that because like when they're wearing masks it's harder to tell like who's who you know yeah but it's harder to express facial expressions which makes it more difficult for the audience to understand the actor's intent which is the I director's true. description true true Alright, you got a point there. No, but I meant like we can making um I think we should still include it though because it first of all it makes it time relevant. Second of all, people can relate. Like for example, quarantine of the two people together and that's how they bond. Third oh. uh third, yeah, we could use it for some scientific mayhem explanation for some bits of the origin story. Yeah, you know what we could do? No. After the party, dude wakes up, gets a call, and he's like, yo, someone at the party had COVID. The whole town's getting locked down because there were so many people there. Need to stay at Yo-clar. home. Yeah. Right? That kind of thing. And then That's he just very... like can't leave, and he's like stuck with the clone. Yeah. Something like that. But then like the whole like going to school thing might get fucked over. But I think that was difficult to film anyways, and we didn't have any concrete scenes yet, but we can yeah. still include that later. Like, True. first of all, you have the shock that there's the other guy, and then you mm-hmm. can amplify that shock by putting it out into the real world. Like, then it's like a staging thing. Should, should we do it, like, in the end it turns out um, he's a glitch in the Matrix? No. Just, just meta up that bitch. 
Just straight up make him a glitch in the Matrix. It'll be like, uh, like an unofficial spin-off, uh, spin-off of the Matrix. No. <laughs> no, let's not do that. Um. But, um, I like the idea of them being in lockdown because we could have some funny scenes of that. Oh, maybe we'll that could get, be. Uh... That's, and there could also be some good scenes of how the guy uses the clone at first to stand in for him on like video calls while he still sleeps, like the clone being used, mm-hmm. which is, yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be good. Oh, you know what we could do? We could do it so that like the guy has a part-time job. And then like he's at his job, his boss like expects him to work, leaves, sees him outside, comes back. You know, you know the like classic twins scene where like one person is just confused as to how this person is outside and inside at the same time. Uh, Come on, you must have seen yeah. that in some movie. No, well, possibly, but I can't remember it now. But yeah, we can do that. That sounds much, like, funny. Yeah, yeah, I think we could make that shit funny, like, throw some cool stuff in there. But then we'd have to, like, get adult actors as well. Yeah, that could be a problem. We could get, like, a teacher. We could get, like, a teacher or something. Some of your classmates, if you give them a certain wig... Or a uh-huh. fake mustache, they could look pretty old. They could look pretty old. Actually, I think. If I like. You think? If I like added, you know, a fake beard to literally anyone in the class and like. A but bald cap or something, like fake... they'd be pretty good. Huh? Don't. Don't edit a fake beard in post. I think that's better to do. No, no, like, I mean, like, a... just, just like ask someone to have like a fake beard. They probably have some in, like, the drama club or something, don't they? Uh, no, we don't. Because Y'all drama don't? is not about that. It's... Drama's not about that. It's about art. You sound yeah, like an art hoe right now. <laughs> it's more about an abstract representation with basic movements to depict a story. Like, Jesus not so much Christ. about the props. Boring. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just admits no. it. Yeah, it is boring. <laughs> no, I'm just saying it's different, but it's it's like learning the basics. It's very important for like acting. I guess. I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure you'd be like You know, I think like unless you have to be the main character because we can't find any other like good actors. Cause I'm actually I would do that though, because I'd find that interesting. Right? Like, we could do that, because now oh, there's two of the us. Only thing, the only thing, reason why I wouldn't do it is because it could be too embarrassing or because I should focus on filming. But I know that you can also do that well, I can, and I can still yeah, partially I... direct from being yeah, an actor. Yeah. So it would actually be fun to try to be an actor. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, because, like, there's two of us. And then I could focus, like, solely on directing. And then, like, you could, like, give me just... Just, like, give me the input and, like, tell me what kind of stuff you want to do. And then you could also, like, put effort into, um, wait, acting, yeah. 
Like, I could be, yes. like, the camera person. I could be the director. I could, like, do that stuff, you know? Yes. Yeah, we could do that. And also, I feel like if you were playing the main character, it would be easier for me to, like, you know, explain to you, like, why a certain scene doesn't work in a certain way or something, rather than, like, having someone else do it. And then we'd have to, like, kind of... And, you know, and, the, the art of not hurting someone when telling them how shit they are at acting is really hard to master. Yeah, you can be blunt to me, and if yeah, I do yeah. that, we can find And you can be blunt to me, but you, that, that, that but helps. Logistically, it's also far easier than with, because whenever you increase the number of people, it's just more mm -hmm. difficult to find time. True, true. And most scenes would just consist of him, him, Yeah. The, obviously the crew like already just the two of us it's it's really hard to record this podcast even right now yeah like in like, theory it works well but finding yeah. the time is difficult finding the time is difficult and if we added like a third person who would constantly have to be in the mix because like he or she is like the main character it would be basically impossible for us to like find that you know long amounts of time where we can like work on it and it's also like no one that's like not getting paid will work their ass off for our passion project unless they fall in love with the script which is not happening to a teenager yeah <laughs> right so like we i i feel like we would like, if we had to meet some kind of deadline or, like, one of us was, like, leaving for somewhere, we would fucking, like, literally spend days without sleep working on this shit. No other actor's gonna do that. Like, no one else will, like, think of this as their passion project. They'll think of this as a favor, for, a favor to us. You know? Yes. I think we should go with that. I think you should do the main character. Would you be done? Yeah. Like, you, your acting's probably pretty good already, right? Because, like, you've been in drama club and stuff for a while. It's a fucking Unterrichtstunde. But sure. Oh, um, damn. You got a, like, full-on lesson about it? Yeah, three lessons now in Abitur. Oh, damn. <laughs> But it's not like what you expect it is. It's just like something else. But yeah, I, I still want to do it. I think it could be interesting. Um, so should we end here and continue next time? Oh yeah, we should probably end it now. <laughs> I'm <laughs> really excited. Long episode. But this is good actually because I didn't look forward to this podcast about this terrible movie. But yeah, I'm really I looking, looking forward to it talking about the next podcast uh, i mean about the next movie because i've which was talked to Borat lots of people about two, it right Borat yes. 2 all right yeah. you'll probably get to watching it as like maybe even now might as well just watch it now okay please don't look anything up though please. i i'd see you okay.